0: The College Experience SEC Football Schedule Release show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt as well. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/win. That's W Y N N. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is the home for avid sports betters, providing insight analysis and free betting picks better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page. So you don't miss a pick SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by better edge. Better edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. That's right, no vig betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at BetterEdge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's BetterEdge B E T T O R Edge.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own book. Plus, ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at acebrahead.com/sgp. That's aceprehead.com/sgp. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the College Experience SEC Football Schedule Release Episode. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And I'm joined by my co host, former JMU Duke defensive back. And you best believe we're going to be handicapping FCS College Football kicking off February 13th and running all the way to may give it up for the burrito eating sideline, kiss, stealing or willing and dealing Patty seeing in the place to be. Hi, How are you, pal,
1: buddy, living life, living it up. Life is good.
0: SEC, We're talking SEC football in the middle of, uh, What is this? January. Yeah. End of January. Um, We got the new schedule. Conference USA also released their schedule. Um, I guess we'll have to break that down next. I love it. And then so on and so on and so on. It never ends. You can't get enough of it. Exactly. But here we are in the middle of the fire sale. That is Tennessee. (laughs) Um, And I like the Danny white hire. I really did. If you, if you, if you, you know, really look at his track record, yeah. He hired Frost and he hired Heupel, which were successes at UCF. But he also hired Johnny Dawkins, which I like, got him to the tournament. And then at Buffalo, he ha- he hired Lance Leopold at Buffalo. Oh wow! And also Nate Oates, the Alabama basketball coach, came from Buffalo. And then Bobby Hurley. So he's had quite the success. Oh wow! At hiring, so now he hires Josh Heupel, and so hold uh, the.
1: Danny White apparently was the Notre Dame point guard back in the day. I uh, not,
0: the athletic director was?
1: Yeah. Wow. I did not realize this. Uh, or a, a guard. I don't know if it was point or shooting. He went to Towson from 1998 two, to 2001 and then uh, played for Notre Dame at basketball
0: in two thousand. Oh, I didn't know it was the same. I, th- I wonder if I knew who that was back then. I don't remember. It doesn't stand out in my memory, but yeah. um pretty crazy by 2012. He's an athletic director. What is that was like age 32. Well, and He was the one to claim a national championship, which I firmly believe in, especially if, after we, uh, we dove into the history of some of these programs claim, uh, w- claiming national championships, despite them losing to a team with the same record. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> on the last game of the season. Yeah. Um, Looking at you, Alabama,
1: circa 1963,
0: <laughs> But here we are, Tennessee, Josh Heupel, like, uh, you know, we're pro Mike Leach. He recruited Josh Heupel. Oh yeah. To Oklahoma. Absolutely. And uh, one of the, uh, I, I, this is one of the things I hinted at on this last episode or I'm sorry, last season. Yes. The sec is in the middle of a shift. Nick Saban has even said the days of good defense are done. Well, clearly at Alabama, he's right, but it doesn't matter when you have an offense like that. Well, I, I just think with, uh, you know, so you have Heupel at Tennessee, Jeff Lebby is the OC at Ole Miss who was previously at UCF running Heupel's offense in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a wrinkle somewhat of the air raid, right? Yes. So you have Mississippi state with the air raid and you know, Ole Miss obviously putting up insane numbers, Art Bryles, his son, Kendall Bryles, the OC now at Arkansas. You're just seeing these, the, the, the tide turn, buddy. You're you seeing, seeing the tide turn. turn. Yeah. Um, we saw it with Joe Brady at LSU, even though they, he left after one year. Um,
1: I'm but, sure the folks down in Baton Rouge wouldn't mind bringing a similar offensive model back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dan Mullen, another like kind of a uh, pro passing. Absolutely. They've been lighting up lighting up the scoreboards, but tell us why you're delighted with this Colby. Well, I think it's good because I think it will, it, I look, I don't know that there will be much of a shift, the future of football. We've talked about this Yeah. with the 14 playoff. I don't know if this is ever going to get fixed and and the sport that I once loved is going to continue to struggle. Right. In my mind, maybe not in others. I don't know. It is. It is apparent. We've gone over this
1: a bunch, yeah. but uh, college basketball. Uh, You know, it's funny. We mentioned UCF with college basketball because I'm looking at a team like Florida State. They're kind of like the uh, UCF of college football where you don't really respect them, but maybe you need to, especially because in college basketball, they're going to have a chance to play in a tournament and win their way. And right now they're sitting right behind. uh, And we'll get to that in our basketball podcast. But it just reminded me, you know. In football, if, if UCF had that opportunity, they, they might advance anyway, sorry,
0: a little off track there. No, it's all good. Um, so I guess what, what I'm saying is like, okay, I don't know that the future of college football is going to fix. I don't know that they're going to, I would like to think they're going to expand because of more money. Yeah. But w- until then the best recruits in California and stuff, the rich will get richer. Yeah. They'll go to Ohio state, Alabama, Clemson. And I think the sports more in trouble than it's ever been in, in my years of watching it since it's 93. Right from a, from a viewer standpoint, from a fan standpoint, yeah, it becomes more and more regionalized, and even well, even beyond the sp- that, well, even like- the sport of football, man. Let's be honest; we don't even have to look at college football as a country. You know, we talked about our childhood. We played in 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 we started playing football as kids. I mean, as, as what what grade were we in? Six years old. Yeah, yeah. they don't even let you do that now. Right? It's fucking retarded, if you ask me. But I mean, and I mean, there's such a
1: you know, a uh, 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 worry about football and the the ramifications of it. That uh, the, our hometown, which had tons of people, it doesn't have a youth program anymore. That used to yeah. be like what yeah. every kid was doing during the fall.
0: I just don't get it. I don't get it though because it's like you're telling me like there's so many other sports that are, it's just stupid. Like, risk is risk is a part of well, life. Well, I
1: think it's also like uh,
0: community based. I think there are these
1: power programs that you know crank out you know, big time high school programs um, and their youth programs are still strong. So but I think when it comes to like places that aren't so well funded and it's not such a priority to emphasize sports, you know, and I, re- I really think like it, w- which is weird to say, but kind of like upper middle class communities still have their sports programs intact. But like I think the, you know, straight middle class
0: communities, it, the football programs are
1: starting to fade away is because well, there is in, in the college
0: Go back and look at college football in when I you know when I really got into in the 90s. Now, from the FBS standpoint, it's pretty much the same if not it's grown a little bit and it will continue to grow as the Southland and uh and the WAC return. But overall, I'm talking on the FBS, a lot of uh, or I'm sorry, on the FCS a lot of programs have canceled and that's a realm of what I'm talking about, the war on football. Anyway, we're going to talk sec schedule here, but I'm saying is that I am. I, my thing is that I, I, I think one of the ways out of this potentially could be the fact that the, the, this offense is coming in because we saw what the, it did to the big 12. I, I remember what, when Leach first came to the big 12 Yeah, at Oklahoma and then Texas tech. Um, I was a big fan. I was a Colorado fan, yeah. but I loved that conference at that time. I thought the, the big 12 in the late nineties, I thought it was the best conference for about four or five years. Right. Then it
1: faded out. Would you say that was prior to the full on integration
0: of the spread offense into yes. the conference? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Because uh, w- w- it was at a time where you had Snyder at K state, you had Nebraska running the triple option. Yeah. Uh, you had Colorado who was a ranked team. Then those are Colorado glory days in the nineties. And uh, I'm guessing um, Snyder in the ninety or in the late nineties with
1: B- Bishop was something similar to, What a lot of teams were doing—just traditional I formation
0: power offense—and a quarterback doing some option type stuff. Yeah, speedster. They had good wideouts. I mean, that whole defense on that K State team—I think in '98 went went on and played in the NFL. The whole entire. Yeah, they were stacked. Um, They had Rex Ryan at DC at one point two, I think. Nice. Um, But it was, in other words, a pretty diverse offensive conference. Well, then you had Mac Brown at Texas just arriving. Um, uh, You had Slocum at at A and M. They were still good. And, and then you had stoops arriving at, at the same time to Oklahoma and you had uh just a really deep conference. In my opinion, actually some of those years sounds crazy, but some of those years, Kansas was decent. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But my point is with all this is that when Leach came in, a shift started to, to change. So as you saw with Oklahoma dominate, started to dominate the big 12. Then he gets hired at Texas tech. Yeah. And then his coaching staff had Bryles that went to Baylor. Yep. And then also, Mac Brown started spreading it out. Wait, but but more of his coaches went elsewhere. Uh, Didn't uh, didn't Kansas get? um, Hold on, I'm trying to remember who else Mangino. uh, Yeah, Mangino was. Yeah, exactly. Kansas went Mangino. That came. He was working under Leach at Oklahoma, and when Leach left, they promoted him. But it was original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But I still feel like there was more. I feel. I still feel like I'm forgetting what. Yeah, his coaching tree is huge. Yeah, um, especially
1: in Big Twelve country.
0: Well, even to the even to the likes of Kingsbury when he went to Texas Tech. Um, yeah. But I, I, I want to say Oklahoma State had an OC or or there's other that the, the tree is bigger than than what I'm saying. Well, I right mean, now. and
1: certainly whether or not there was an Oklahoma State uh, guy from that tree, they've certainly adopted a pass happy offense.
0: Who was it? Ah, it's going to drive me crazy. I'm forgetting. But anyway, my point is, is that the whole conference. Obviously, Colorado, Nebraska left the conference but the whole conference was shifting to even when they were in it to air raid concepts. To, yeah. To, to spread air raid concepts. So, yeah. Um, and that, that's, that was the birth of the horrible big 12 defense, right? <laughs> which actually this past season was like the best year they've had a defense in a while.
1: Right. Um, and, and that's bound to happen. Anytime there's that vast amount of familiarity with the system, then it loses its edge you know, yeah. and then you have to start looking for something else. And we have, I mean, it's already happened in uh, the pac 12 where they were pass happy forever. And you know, they're starting to get a
0: little more. You saw Har- and- well, Harbaugh kind of wrote the blueprint. I feel like where yeah. Harbaugh was, was having success running and now Cal and Oregon kind of, kind of pound the rock, yeah. but here you have USC going into pass happy and clay Helton still somehow saves his job. Well, when you have that much talent, it's hard. <laughs> what do, What do you think of the hype will hire?
1: Uh, <laughs> Here's what I think about it. I think it's actually a very good hire, not necessarily because it's going to uh, yield incredible on-field results. Because if we're pulling up Hypel, I think the entirety of his head coaching um, career has been at UCF, and their uh, seasons, if I'm not mistaken, were 12 and one, uh, 10 and three, was it? Yeah. And then six and four this past year, and. Obviously, they're still very competitive. Six and four kind of is not not it doesn't do them justice for what they were actually doing on yeah. the field, a lot of close games, but they're still losing those games,
0: you know? Well, and to me, he had a little mouse on to him where UCF would go over, they go too gimmicky. Yeah. It's like, no, you have the athletes to beat these teams in the AAC, and you're sitting there. You know, on fourth and inches, doing a fucking you know uh, a, a a shotgun wide receiver screen or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, or, or getting what, too cute. What, yeah, yeah. And and I always, that that was what I hated about it personally. Like, like, yeah, you got athletes, but you don't have to use them every play. Well, I thought right? you would. I thought like that I, that game at, at Pitt a couple of years ago where they lost. I thought he strictly out coached himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they he coached himself one. out of the game. Yeah. By by being overly aggressive. On on these like I just thought you didn't I mean not it's I like being overly aggressive, but right. not in the way like on fourth and inches throwing you know throwing a forty yard pass you right.
1: know what I mean like <laughs> or in the sense that Cincinnati uh going for it on or throwing the ball on third and what eight with a minute left uh and yeah. Georgia out of
0: timeouts uh, yeah just retarded just yeah, could have run forty seconds yeah. off the clock um so so overall I think it's like. Look, I, I think Danny white will get it right. Yeah. I don't know if hypo will be the guy, but in the meantime, I guess you get your whole team transferred out. Oklahoma seems to be the recipient of, of all these teams.
1: <laughs> yeah. transfer Re- recipient. Yeah. That's, that's
0: yeah.
1: a new one. Yeah. <laughs> <Is it> recruitments. <laughs> uh, well, here's why I think it's a good hire because at <laughs> Oklahoma or in, at Tennessee, you really need people that are on the same like page as each other, and people that have a relationship already built, you know, and you have to figure that that exists. obviously, that's
0: probably why Danny White brought him over. you know, I think White will get it right. I don't know that hypo will be the guy, but I think he gets eventually, it right. but yeah. in
1: a couple, within a couple of years, at least you you would imagine there wouldn't be massive like turmoil. And you know, I don't know anything about the Pruitt situation, but I imagine like obviously, it seems like uh, administration at the very least. And, uh, Pruitt were oil and water. And I don't know what, what former, you know, how he factored into that. I'd have to read up on it a little more, but clearly there wasn't like alignment from the top down. And that isn't to say necessarily that administration is on the same page as Danny white and Josh Heupel. They're most likely not if their track records, uh, has anything to say about it, but, um, at least the coach and the AD are right there. And so when you have that, you can start to like make moves together and there's not that tension necessarily that is going to create the culture that exists at Tennessee, which is hot flaming garbage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you had to give it a letter grade, C plus B maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'd say low uh, B I'll go low B. Low yeah. B.
1: Um, not a, not a ton of ceiling there. I don't think, but you never know.
0: You never know. Um, I'll say this though. Let's, let's, let's break into this, uh, this, uh, this, this sec schedule. Schedule, Yeah. Um, Here we are. We're going to go team by team breaking this thing down. All right. Uh, We got out the gate, you know, we're, we're going alphabetically, but also Mm -hmm. the best team the past decade and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, there's one thing that stands out to me that I, that, that, well, they only have one open date though. That's interesting. Um, uh, they draw Florida from the East, which is, I mean, I don't know how good Florida will be. I, I was one that thought Florida wasn't very, I thought Florida was overrated all season. Yeah. turns out I was right. I think Patty C, um, I think the, uh, the bowl game bore that opinion to fruition. Um, but what do you think of this schedule? Let's, let's go game by game here. Uh, home or not home in Atlanta. I hate these games though. Yeah. This is not an sec disc. How much is Alabama going to win this game? But by? This is not an, I just hate neutral site games. These are NFL corporate fucking games. Yeah. Play it on a college campus. They just, A and M just moved their Colorado game to Denver at mile high. And I'm like, okay, it's still right up the road, but it sucks. The feel sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I hate these games. There's some Just play this in Miami or play it in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, you're
1: not gonna have the same fans. You're gonna have, you know Dude,
0: it just reeks. It's in a, a dome. It's just
1: Yeah, instead of I like I hate these
0: games. Um, the drunken frat boys. So you got uh Alabama, Miami, and Atlanta. That will be a forty point win for Bama. Yeah. Um Mercer. <laughs> Not Ron, the Kentucky small forward. I'm <laughs> talking about the university fight. of Mercer. Why are they playing Alabama? Mm, mm, mm. Where is Mercer? Anyway, it's in Georgia. I think, right? Uh,
1: Macon, Georgia. Yep.
0: Okay. Then they're at Florida.
1: You know what? That could be a little, I mean, they basically, again, they, they, they get a bye week before almost every hard game. Um, but this schedule is a little harder this year for Alabama than it traditionally is for a couple of reasons a florida cross division on the road but they get the mercer bye week before
0: yeah but still yeah potentially a tough game there yeah uh southern miss who had three coaches last year four maybe actually <laughs> trying to i think they've had four coaches in the past year yeah um, pretty tough.
1: Uh, pretty tough competition there. I
0: understand that Southern Miss has been a good program. Yeah, you're I'm not gonna blame them for, that one. for yeah. that. one. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss, and here's what's great is the at A and M at Mississippi State back to back. Does anyone do either of them bite Bama this year? It very well could. If, if it comes, I get. I'm gonna make this prediction. If they lose, it'll be right there, and that's right. I'm gonna say in the stretch of Ole Miss, A and M, and Mississippi State. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see Tennessee getting it done in year well, one. Tennessee so. going to be horrible this year. Yeah,
1: um, but I could see Ole Miss biting them. I mean, obviously, uh, Kiffin got close last year, and then shoot, you know, a And But that's even revenge.
0: worse is that that they get the Southern Miss game the week before. It's almost like they get a bye before the the <laughs> LeBeau game. Um, then they get a bye week after Tennessee, right before LSU, which is custom, which I normally do for this. Yeah. Um, been doing that for about 15 years now, it seems like. Then they get New Mexico State. is <laughs> playing in the FCS this spring. <laughs> so they're essentially playing two FCS schools this spring. Um <laughs> or this fall. Yeah. Well, two teams. Two teams that, yeah. that are playing FCS yeah. this spring. I'm assuming yeah. Mercer is. I haven't double checked that. But um I hate this. You know my stance on this. Yeah. Playing in November the, the committee has outspoken uh, has said that. They value November wins more than September wins. Yeah. And I don't know why every conference hasn't copied this. Right. So I almost need to commend the SEC. Yeah. But it's bullshit from a fan standpoint. Because
1: every, I mean, the ACC has finally started to like catch on, but the ACC is just like, I feel like most conferences that are self respecting in this sense know better than to do this. You know, they know that this is a complete horseshit game. In what should be, but
0: everyone's doing it.
1: The beef of the schedule.
0: So November thirteenth, they get New Mexico State. uh, November twentieth, Arkansas, and then the twenty seventh at Auburn. I think it is a tiny bit of a harder schedule than normal for Bama. Shoot, I mean, by all by getting Florida and then those back to back away
1: games, back to back away games, and then at
0: Auburn. You know, well, I'm not as high as the on the Harson higher as. As most are, I feel like that's true, but I don't think that's a bad, hi-
1: I, I'll say this. I think uh, as much of Harson as I did of Malzon when he got hired, if not more. So if he's got a little bit of Malzahn's, uh gimmick magic in him, which then, you know, Boise state has, and Boise state's been a rock solid, fo- uh, like a true football team, but obviously dating back to Chris Peterson, you can't not associate them with, especially with the Smurf turf. With a little gimmick gimmickry, so yeah.
0: Um, you got Arkansas. I mean, I, well, the most frustrating thing about that schedule to me is uh, so they got nine F. Uh, they're playing nine, uh, power fives. Uh, and yeah. basically two FCSs. That's what pisses me off. Yeah, because New Mexico State's been one of the worst teams in the FBS for twenty years. It's hilarious to me, year in year out, that the SEC. It's like New Mexico State plays an SEC schedule to me. Yeah, they, they're on Kentucky's schedule this November too. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, they've been they've been popping up a couple of times a year on every SEC schedule. I played Florida a couple of years
0: ago. They play I mean, they play everybody. I feel
1: like oh, I think it they, is they play terrible. Auburn. Like you know the likes of USC, Alabama, or not Alabama, uh, Notre Dame. You know the true teams that pride themselves as blue bloods. Won't do this. Ohio State, Michigan. You don't see them, you know, taking on multiple FCS schools, if any. You know, they during, never
0: have. I don't think USC's ever.
1: Or, yeah, played Notre S- Dame. I don't think it's yeah. ever.
0: Yeah, UCLA's the other
1: one. They're not a true blue blood, but I mean, uh, what are the other? We, we we've gone through the blue bloods before. Texas, you don't see playing two FCS schools in a season. You hardly ever see them playing one. Right. Alabama has just decided that they're a. <laughs> They have no, well, come on, just challenge yourselves a little more well, or at least. Why does it
0: got to be like New Mexico state? Have a little could more, it be someone, uh, could it be someone? I
1: don't know. It's just, it's but just, if you're Alabama, I guess you're just playing. The, I
0: mean, you're probably going to beat
1: anybody you schedule anyway. Yeah, it's true. But you know, you might as well make it a straight
0: cakewalk since if you get
1: within, you know, striking well, distance, since you make that
0: much money of the playoff, yeah. you know, Um. let's look at Arkansas here. They open up against Rice. Who was actually kind of decent last year? They're kind of they upset uh Marshall at Marshall. Um, that should be a nice win for Arkansas, though. Then they welcome Texas. Glad to see this rivalry back. Um, and I actually think Arkansas did the best. They might be the best. Now maybe. I like this out of conference schedule because Georgia Southern's a good triple option team. Um, year in, year out. They have a rich tradition. So they get Rice, Texas, Georgia Southern, and Arkansas pine bluff. Who's trash, but um, it's still not amazing to me, but they get pine bluff on the 23rd. So they, they don't play a uh, FCS in November. (laughs) Yeah. By uh, a week they avoid it, but they get, see, this is what I mean. They get two back to back stretches of back to back road games. Yeah. Georgia at Georgia and at Ole Miss tough at LSU and at Alabama. Yeah. Dude, they would never do this to Alabama or LSU. No, 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 no.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Arkansas again. I mean, especially wasn't it the Arkansas uh, athletic director who was bitching yeah, at the SEC?
0: Yeah. and he's probably like, "This is a fuck you to that to him."
1: Yeah, um, just like, "You know what? We're gonna do it again, motherfucker, in front of everyone's face." Especially when you consider the week before uh, Georgia and Ole Miss, they go to Texas to play fucking A and M. It's almost like. Three straight fucking road games
0: against really good teams, or at least two very good teams. Yeah, I mean, this is this is uh, but this is uh, if you're a first time listener to the college experience or new to us, uh, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I've gone through and I didn't. Well, I didn't use this past year because of COVID, and away games weren't the same, and conference didn't play out of conferences or at a conference schedules for the most part, um back to back away games. I think you lose at like a night, like a high 90% rate. You will lose go- one of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so getting dealt that for Arkansas, I just find it too ironic Patty C. Yeah. And we're going to go through and we already took a peek
1: and I want to say like maybe 40%, maybe more, maybe more of the bottom half of the sec has is scheduled a back to back road game. They're doing a better job of not scheduling any of their teams, back to back road games or or fewer overall whereas they used to just dish them out to the word bad teams and never give them to the good teams. Uh, Aside from Alabama getting a back to back road, I'm pretty sure the top half of the sec is completely free of that. uh, And don't have to worry about, you know, a tough two game road stretch. So, um, but as we just said with Arkansas, who's toward the bottom of the sec two in one season.
0: Well, and they don't have an FCS in November. They don't have a, F- their November is filled up. So the way the wins mean more, apparently quoting the college football invitational. Um, they're one of the only, I think that don't that doesn't have a, uh, an FCS in November. Well, yeah. And I wonder this, I wonder if they
1: couldn't, you know, because if you're going to do pine bluff on freaking October 23rd, you might as well put them in late November and break up up that back to back row. I mean,
0: look, I don't know how the fuck they do this. I mean, I, I I'm confused how they get. uh, I don't understand why they would do it that late in the year, but it's, it's gotta be, well, I understand it because it's like, Hey, if you're saying November wins mean more, right? Let me play the worst competition I can.
1: Well, if you're a team like Arkansas right now, like you, well, that's true. Okay. And let's talk about that. The, the idea that Wins in November mean more, you would think the game would have hate to that, be. First off. I kind of hate it. I kind of don't, though.
0: No, it's horrible for the sport because, th- because it devalues 90% of out of conference games happen in the first three weeks. Out of, of non conference games? Yeah. yeah.
1: So it devalues the non conference slate. Like,
0: we saw with Lafayette when they beat Iowa State this past year. It's like they just <laughs> completely disregarded that. That's true they may. And, and for a guy, for every person that's ever argued that, no, we shouldn't expand because of the, the regular season is a playoff bullshit. That's my point. We've seen that. That's
1: true. And that's a good point. I think that if you're going to play a non-conference game in November, it should have to be again, be against an FBS. I think you should, if you're going to play an FCS
0: school, you got to play it in September. You know, if, if those are the weeks that like, they should make a rule. That's the problem. The lack of leadership yeah, what's no, the NCAA. They're fucking, They're. Uh, th- I could bring up women's volleyball and I could f- find some way they're fucking that up. <laughs> um. Uh. Overall though, I, I think Arkansas has a harder schedule than Alabama, obviously with the double back to back away. I also think they play better Georgia Southern and rice are better than <sighs> Southern Miss in New Mexico state. It's still not a ball buster out of conference schedule there. Texas is the only Georgia, Southern.
1: Georgia is still Southern's a, triple, a good team. Yeah,
0: and, and and even uh Rice had a better year, I think. I mean, they're better New Mexico State. Everyone's better New Mexico State. Yeah, that's true. Um
1: and then Texas obviously has a chance to compete for the Big 12 this year. So
0: that's a great I, I do like uh Texas better than Miami, yeah. It's it's a harder schedule, which makes sense. Yeah.
1: I do like my uh, Arkansas's uh, commitment to trying to relive the uh, big eight or southwest conference days. With uh, A&M in Texas
0: every year, I do like that. I I the Longhorns I, on I like the schedule that. too. Yeah, I like that. it's kind of
1: fun. It almost yeah.
0: makes you think, hey,
1: you might succeed if you went back there instead of being stuck in the SEC
0: West and being the doormat for. Yeah, but coming up on are SEC money, man. They ain't, they ain't fools. Yeah. Um, Auburn Tigers. I mean, dude, you look at the first two weeks for Brian Harson, Akron, which is on New Mexico. They're worse than New Mexico State. Yeah. Akron is one of the, okay. There's four teams in college football that are absolutely dog shit, right? And for about the past four or five years. And that is, well, I would actually argue that New Mexico state probably for the past 15 years, um, UMass, New Mexico state, Bowling Green and Akron. Yeah. I'm going to pull up uh,
1: a list of Akron football seasons.
0: Well, no, when, when they had Terry Bowden, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, but since this new hire, they have been just dog shit. There, well, they went zero and twelve with Arth,
1: but uh, the year before that was Terry Bowden, uh, four and eight. But
0: then what they do this past year?
1: They didn't play. No, they played. They didn't. No, they did.
0: Uh, The Mac had like a six game schedule. It's not
1: listed for some reason. I'll have
0: to check. I think they beat Bowling Green though. I think they were the one. They had one win at least.
1: They were one in five. Yeah. yeah. They're
0: one of the worst teams though. Look at their scores.
1: Uh, lost by 45, lost by 14, lost by 34, lost by 31, lost by 49. Yeah. They're one of the worst teams in all college football uh, losers. So, of, what does that make uh, 17 out of the last 18 games? Yeah. Auburn really challenging some themselves there.
0: And then they get Alabama state and the FCS. At least it's in fucking September. Um, and then they're at Penn State. There we go. I love. See, I feel like traditionally this game would be scheduled in like Indianapolis or something, or, or I mean, yeah. But thankfully, it's on campus. Yeah.
1: Someone takes the risk of yeah. going out of their way and playing a really tough game.
0: Yeah. Assuming we have fans then. Um, and then home to Georgia State, which I I actually think Georgia State's not bad. I think Georgia State could you know, especially in Harson's first year, I think they could be. But they get all four of theirs right in the front. Is then in
1: Harson's first year?
0: At Auburn. Oh, at Auburn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the Georgia State game could be tricky coming back after Penn State. Um, they don't have any back to back away games. They draw. That's another thing we I should say is Alabama draws Florida and Tennessee. Well, they draw Tennessee every year from the East. Arkansas draws Missouri every year, and then they drew Georgia. That's another angle. That's tough. So they gave. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Auburn draws. uh, Don't
1: open your mouth ever again. Arkansas is what they're telling you. Auburn, shut up, and you take the money.
0: Auburn gets Georgia every year, and uh, they gave them South Carolina at as the other the other game here cross division game. Um, there's zero back to back away games. They got that going for themselves a
1: two game stretch uh, at LSU and then home against Georgia. Is That's brutal. brutal. That's brutal. I mean, they have a tough, uh,
0: I would actually argue that four game stretch. Cause you're at Penn state. Yeah. You're home to Georgia state. Now Georgia state beat Tennessee the last time they played them at, at Tennessee. I'm not saying they're great, but I'm saying they're a team that you can't take completely lightly. Yeah. Then at You'll LSU, if you go to sleep, then home to Georgia, this is, this is, I think, well, no, Arkansas is still harder. Arkansas is still a harder schedule for me. Man, I mean, this is not an easy schedule though. Ole Miss and
1: um, Mississippi State should be better. You got to figure South Carolina, maybe Mace. No. no, Shane Beamer year one. Yeah, they're probably yeah. going backwards. If anything, we'll ECU's see. ECU is going to beat them week two, <laughs> but then they close uh, with the Crimson
0: Tide. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be another tough year for Auburn. I'm sure we'll get to the preview later, but. I'm going to say right now, strength of schedule wise, Arkansas one, uh, Auburn two, Bama three. Okay. I agree with you. Okay. Then we move to Florida, who's playing Florida Atlantic, the Owls. Who? 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 who. who. <laughs> <laughs> then at South Florida, Jeff Scott taken over there, but they were dog shit this year. I uh, do
1: commend them for I going do down to Tampa. Um, an in-state game,
0: but it's or, not, that's or not nine... a campus game. That's a, yeah, yeah but I get it's it. It's true. And but you have it. to yeah. wonder, that's going to be like, all Florida fans.
1: I, I, that's what I'm wondering is whether the ticket allotment is going to be considered a, a home game for USF. And if that's the case, if you can't for the, the game against Florida, like Dude,
0: USF was awful last year. It's true, but you should, should be able no, to... not one South bowl, Florida Bull fan is going to be there. Ah, I don't know. Unless man. there's a, unless there's dollar beers. All <laughs> right. True. Um, Florida Atlantic at I do commend them to, I mean, I can't help it. It's South Florida's home stadium. So, you know, I'm sure they looked at that angle though. Cause Florida is a team that, that traditionally doesn't play at these schools. Yeah. Um, no, I, I love it. I love Florida. I wish you would do more of that Florida. Me too. Me too. Yeah.
1: Um, And I don't mind uh, playing some in-state uh, uh, pa- uh, group of five teams. You got two, two of them to start off the schedule rather than have New Mexico at least keep yeah. it regional with these other teams so you can have a little fun you know get their get those fan bases
0: excited but florida atlantic i think had a winning record last year they were like tr- they had zero offense um willie taggart school uh that's compelling i guess from that angle but uh Flo- florida atlantic at south florida um samford in november once again <laughs> and florida state who's trash this is this is the easiest out of conference schedule so far. Yeah, there's not a because Florida State's had what th- at this point after three years of being bad or four years of being bad. I do you hold that any merit that game? I don't.
1: No, I don't. I think that uh, I mean it- they gotta
0: have it on the schedule for the rivalry sake. So I'm of not course. I'm not blasting them. Yeah, but if we're looking at this blindly, that out of conference
1: schedule's trash. Yeah, there's not a team that necessarily. I mean, you got to figure Florida Atlantic probably have a winning record next year. What were they last year? Let me see. Yeah, the, the, but they weren't good. The conference USA was the worst
0: conference in college football. Florida Atlantic year. finished doo, 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 five and four last year. Their offense is horrible though. And like, there's no way they're going to keep up in that game.
1: Yeah. How did Samford do in the uh, FCS? I, I, guess I think the, their
0: season starts in a few weeks. That's
1: right. Uh, what about 2019 Samford five and seven? So they're playing a losing FCS program there.
0: Not a hard schedule. They're playing them on November thirteenth, once again. <laughs> once again, my angle of of the uh, yeah and no back to back away games. Well, and that that's where Florida differs from Arkansas here, and
1: maybe maybe the SEC is telling Arkansas, hey, figure your shit out. Hopefully, they're not dictating to them that they're not allowed to play this game and making and allowing the other teams to play the uh, game in no- November or maybe Arkansas, but playing it in late October is not really any better. It's a little better, yeah. But you know, it, rather than have back-to-back road games in conference, why not do a little better at scheduling? If you're gonna take this pussyfied approach to scheduling,
0: uh oh. So I, I'm gonna. If I had to rate this, I think it's the worst.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I think I go. I go hardest Arkansas, well, second hardest Auburn, third Alabama, fourth Florida.
1: I don't know though, man. They're getting Alabama and LSU cross division.
0: But that's yeah, brutal, but they get LSU every year. We know that coming in and it's not like LSU was something great last year,
1: but you got to figure LSU is going to be much better this year.
0: I mean, w- yeah, I would agree. But, but at the same time, we know that every single I year, mean, LSU beat them last year. So, but, but let's be honest here. Yeah. Uh, Miami is way better than Florida state. They won by like 50 this year. Yeah. Uh and Bama's playing a, a stretch of back to back away. My Florida's not playing any back to back away. Um, I mean it's easily the worst
1: non conference game. I think a lot of the other teams are um, seem to have some of the other powerhouses in their schedule so far. And I'll take Southern
0: Miss to beat South Florida right now, any day of the week. Southern Miss to beat South Florida. Uh Southern Miss. Really? Yeah, South Florida's horrible. They're both terrible. So Southern Miss is better. But Florida Atlantic is probably better than Southern Miss. I don't know how the fuck you're gonna go through the yeah. I Either way, it's not an easy schedule. Having Alabama,
1: zero LSU, zero back-to-back
0: away games, I think is huge.
1: Yeah, it does help. It's it's actually kind of manageable. I I don't know what the uh, the ceiling on this is if Florida's able to get like a, a good quarterback. To you ready? Him. You
0: ready for my my point on why it's the easiest? Why is that? They get South Florida, who had one win last year. Yeah. Uh, before Alabama, so that's a bye week, right? Yeah, a little bit. That is a bye week. That's bye week for them. They get Vanderbilt before LSU. Yeah. They get a bye week before Georgia. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Done. E- and even at Missouri, where it's tough, they get Samford the week before. It's it, true. It's the easiest fucking schedule, dude. Basically, every tough game and yeah. every road game, they have uh, a layup before. They have the easiest one on the SEC so far. Okay, let's move along to the Bulldogs. But before I do, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by WinBet, bet. Yes. Sign up to win bet. You get a $500 risk free bet just for signing up. Come on now. Send in your first win bet screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get a free t shirt. Tons of boosted bets, including a wheel spin to boost parlay. It's perfect for hashtag DJs only. Win bet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Michigan, and is coming soon to more states. Um, if Winbet isn't active in your state, you can still get a free t shirt by referring a friend. Come on now. sportsgalingpodcastcom slash win. That's sportsgalingpodcastcom slash win. That's W Y N N. Uh let's get back into the thick of this.
1: That's having Win as your name. Yeah.
0: I would tout that so much. <laughs> Georgia. Uh they play Clemson in Charlotte. I still wish this was a home and home. I wish they did a home and to home. their
1: credit, I was looking at future schedules.
0: Yeah. They have uh, two home and homes scheduled.
1: Then why not do this in one? the late tw- tw- 20s. Why How play this weird is this it fucking, to say that? And, uh,
0: at least, at least it's outdoors.
1: The I guess. late twenties. We're gonna have to start calling the decade. We're in the twenties, mm. and
0: mm-hmm.
1: then the early thirties. They're gonna be playing again in a back to back. That's
0: fucking weird to say. I hate games scheduled like fifteen years yeah. apart. Although this is a reliably pretty good game. No, I mean, I, I you got to give Georgia credit and even UAB next on, uh, you know, UAB is a good conference USA team. They're the real deal. Yeah. But it would be better if it was a home and home. I agree. It's just, I hate the NFL corporate feel. I don't want an NFL game. I want to, I want the college campuses yeah. fucking storming the field, tearing better. down the goalpost, you know? Yeah. But I'll say this right now, Clemson and UAB to start already better than probably everyone's out of conference schedule. Uh UAB yeah. is better than Georgia Southern, Clemson's better than Texas, and Arkansas was the leader in that. Uh I'm I'm wondering who you're favoring in that opener. Uh ukulele versus uh JT Daniels. Yeah. Um I don't know. This can be a damn good game. Um, I agree. Um, what's it called? Uh, who else is left on the schedule? Charleston Southern and Georgia Tech. This is usually the hardest schedule because they have two power fives and UAB. But once again, they do get Charleston Southern on November twentieth. You know, I hate that Patty. C. you know, I fucking hate that. Yes, you do. Why do they got to do that? (laughs) Um, no back-to-back away games, which now begs the question, Patty C we're five teams in now. Alabama's got one. Arkansas has two sets of back-to-back away games, Florida, Auburn, Georgia zero. Why would you do that to Arkansas? Just take one of those (laughs) and make someone else have a back-to-back away game.
1: Yeah. So we said Florida, Auburn, Georgia. Georgia
0: so far. So it's three, and then Bama has one, but Arkansas has two sets.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I want to see more of the uh, top end. I mean, and we should be. For, let's let's quickly do a, a power poll on who are the top uh, six or seven teams in the well, SEC. Well, based
0: on last year or based on history? That's based the question. on, question. Based
1: on history. Based on who would well, typically you got
0: have Auburn and LSU. I mean, sorry, Alabama and LSU one and two in the conference. I would also say, uh, Florida and Auburn, Georgia. That's yeah. The top that's five tier two, tier three, really kind of there. Cause you're five best teams though, right? yeah. over history. Yeah, right? for sure. Uh, A and M right there now. And Bam- Bama might be the only one with that. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, their schedule is the hardest though. Even though Georgia, what'd you say? They don't, they don't travel anywhere. Right? Yeah. Georgia. I looked it
1: up Their their furthest game is five hours and 30 minutes driving from uh, Athens. Uh, Cause uh, Clemson's in Charlotte, UABs uh, in Birmingham, obviously not that far. Uh,
0: Nashville is not very far. I'm and- actually going to argue that Arkansas is harder because if you had to do two sets of back to back away games and one of the sets is LSU and Bama.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Georgia tech is not that good right now. If you're, yeah. If you, I'm, I'm a little surprised so you're not I'll, mentioning that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, another thing too is it's basically three, three away games because A and M's in Arlington, so that they, they knew that they gave. Uh, that's brutal. Arkansas is harder than Georgia's, dude. Because yeah. Arkansas one, I would say Georgia two. It's not
1: close. Hold Who on. are they? I'm writing this getting down. out of our cross division. They're getting uh, Auburn and uh, Arkansas. And they're playing in the sec East. No, that's not the hardest
0: schedule in the conference. Um, so I'm going, you're keeping track of it. Arkansas one, Yeah. Georgia two. I think that's even an overstatement, but Auburn three Bama four at five, we are doing Florida. And those are the five we've done so far. All right. Next up is Kentucky who opens up against ULM, one of the worst teams in the FCS that they, they're probably right outside the top four that we mentioned. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, see if I can pull up a list of their seasons. You, uh, I watched them at app state two, two years ago, lose by 50. Uh, yeah. They're, they have been struggling for a while. Um, let me see. And they get New Mexico. <laughs> Kentucky's got New Mexico state on November 20th. Um you know what this one's horrible, dude. This it, is this is the worst it's one.
1: It's not as bad as you would think.
0: Um ULM? Yeah, if I'm looking at this correctly. Uh where did the, they go this past season? Five and No, well, you're looking at UL Louisiana left yet No, I'm looking at Monroe, but they didn't win five games this year. I'm a little confused here. Um
1: this is a shitty list because it has them at eight and four in conference, but five and seven overall. This is fucking idiotic, okay, we'll get back to this
0: that's not that's not what happened this past year with them well, there's what that was uh twenty they were a one win team this past year, yeah,
1: well, you know what I'll just go back here
0: uh and if memory serves me correct
1: twenty twenty they were zero and ten yeah zero and ten. 2019. I mean, unfortunately this is slow because this other list I'm looking at is no good five and seven the year before that. So I think that's probably where it picks up six and six, four and eight, four and eight, two and 11, four and eight, six and six. They haven't had a winning season since 2012.
0: (laughs) So a bottom 10 team to me. If you're listing all 130 FBS teams, they're going to be in the bottom 10 every year. Yeah. It's not a hard game.
1: Kentucky starts off with a this, win.
0: This might be the easiest, dude. This is the. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is the. Easiest. What are their other uh, conference So home games? to ULM, Chattanooga, on September 18th. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico State on November 20th. Mm-hmm. Doing that November thing again, and then yeah.
1: at Louisville and get New Mexico. So wait, let me see New Mexico State this <laughs> year. So, uh, schedule this we year. You get
0: fucking ten SEC teams at Alabama year. and like, at Kentucky. And just back to- add the fucking <laughs> add them into the SEC. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is the easiest one yet, dude. I'm sorry. This is easier than Florida's zero back to back away games. At least Florida still plays like, and who do they draw from the West? Uh, Mississippi State, who they get every year. LSU. LSU. I will okay.
1: say that's the, probably the most beautiful, uh, brutal stretch of three games I've seen in probably I've ever seen in college football. Florida, LSU at Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. That is brutal. That's three straight, almost guaranteed. But that L's. doesn't
0: justify the rest of their fucking schedule. Granted, they get two of them yeah, at home. Yeah, they get two of them at home at least. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's not a hard schedule. That's easier um, than Florida's schedule. It's harder than a
0: lot of teams' schedules that are at their quality of Actually, play, though. Actually, is that easier than Florida's schedule? Because Florida gets zero back to back away games, but Florida draws Bama. But Louisville's better than Florida State. Dude, this is the worst non conference schedule. Yeah, I'm putting Kentucky last, dude. I'm putting I'm putting them last. Yeah, Florida's close though. It's close between them and Florida.
1: I mean, if you're gonna get credit for playing in the SEC, you have to play Florida and Georgia. That's what makes you like an SEC team, you know, an SEC East team. Okay, the fact that you drew LSU cross division makes it a little tougher of a than typical. But the fact that your non conference schedule is a terrible: SULM, FCS, Chattanooga. New Mexico State coming across the country for some <laughs> ungodly reason, and then Louisville, who
0: is decent. I am gonna start a fucking. Fan, uh, I gotta start a petition to get New Mexico State in the SEC. Yeah, please. It's gotta do. be a thing because they they've played Florida, they played uh, Auburn. What I, feel I like, like year in year out. they
1: have the same helmet as Alabama. They they are like Alabama light. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Yes, Better Than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but what for hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting, baby. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew, including myself. I need to do a new one because I haven't done one in like a week, but I'm undefeated at doing these picks. Make sure you subscribe to the SGPN page, slash BTV, so you don't miss any of our videos. If you're subscribed, you'll get a notification every time a new SGPN video is posted. So go to com slash BTV to subscribe to our better than Vegas page today. That's dot podcast.com slash BTV. All right, where the hell are we at here? I think we're talking LSU football now. Who this is this one's pretty shitty. Now kudos for them going cross country. Yeah. But but they are going to a I mean, we'll see how Chip Kelly's team is. We
1: know they haven't so. had
0: a winning record in a fucking minute, but LSU at UCLA, September 4th, Commend them for, for yeah, going. Yeah. I'm going to give Power them five, but the rest, game. the rest McNeese state central Michigan and ULM ULM is New Mexico state. So yeah. if they're not, if it's not New Mexico state, it's, it's Louisiana Monroe. <laughs>
1: At least it makes sense a little bit geographically. Yeah, it's, it's in the, one does. Uh, but I
0: find it ironic it's not Lafayette or, or Tulane. Right, right, right. Well, that is purposeful. Very much so.
1: They want that by going into A and M, and they want it to be a complete buy. Zero
0: back-to-back away games now. So we're now how far deep into this thing? Uh, Only Alabama has one. Arkansas has two. Everyone else does not have a back-to-back away game. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um this is a this is still a soft out of the conference schedule, bro. Oh, that's it's incredibly cool. soft.
1: That is charming. soft. If UCLA is your hardest non-conference game, what was UCLA's record this past year? 2020, it. they went blah blah blah, slow internet 3 and 4 in the all-powerful Pac-12. So yeah. they're a losing team. The year before that, they were. Lo- they've been a
0: losing team for for like three or four years in a row. Yeah. Uh, pff, is this easier? No, it's three hard. Three and nine. What's harder? That. Let me ask you this: What's harder? At yep. At Louisville, or at UCLA. Uh at Louisville or at UCLA? I would say
1: for. Kentucky having to go to Louisville. That's a much harder. That's game. true. Yeah.
0: I agree. So we're going to give LSU the worst. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah. Although we shouldn't hold it against uh, LSU that they're better than Kentucky tr- traditionally. Um, and so maybe that doesn't, if, I mean, it, let's put it this way. If, if those roles were switched, if, if Louisville I mean, if LSU was going to
0: Louisville, yeah. Josh, that's why it's confused me. I still think Louisville right now a Satterfield. I think yeah, they're better they're, than yeah. UCLA. Um no back-to-back away games. Okay, let's move over to Missouri. <laughs> I I just smile when I see that they do have back-to-back away games. <laughs> Granted it's Vanderbilt and Georgia, so it's not as hard as Arkansas or Bama's. Yeah. Um they're at a conference schedule. Central Michigan, why is every team twice? <laughs> right. Central Michigan plays two SEC they teams. Have their favorite. The ULM plays two SEC teams. New Mexico state plays two SEC. Teams. I do
1: like them going up to Boston college. Uh, yeah. I'm curious if they're going to win that game.
0: Yeah, me too. I bet
1: they take a fucking L.
0: Yeah. That's, that's going to be a game Yeah, at it, it's in September though. It won't be cold. Um, It so, doesn't matter.
1: I think uh, with, especially with that coach uh, Boston college got look
0: out and then I, I should have added also that you, they get LSU gets ULM on November 20th. Yeah. Missouri does not have any of those in the. See Arkansas and Missouri play zero FCSs or basically FCS. Yeah, I mean ULM is not even a group of five. Let's be honest. New Mexico State ULM are like fringe FCS. Yeah, they would get beat down by JMU and North Dakota State and yeah. Um, so Central Michigan, Southeast Missouri State, North Texas. And where am I missing one here? Boston college. Oh, Boston college. Okay. Yeah. That's still bad, dude. It's butt sauce, but they could do have a back to back away game stretch, but it is Vandy in Georgia. I mean, Va- I mean, Georgia's tough, but I'm saying at least they get Vandy on the road.
1: A and M's They're One of their cross division games. They get them at home. The other one is at Arkansas. This is the easiest schedule yet.
0: You think easier than Kentucky's? <laughs> What is content? No, actually you think it's easier than UCLA's what's harder Wait, at UC... UCLA or at Boston college. You're talking about LSUs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, LSUs. Yeah.
1: What's what's harder. would you say
0: at Boston college or at UCLA?
1: I mean, the distance makes a little bit of a difference to me. I mean, not really. They're both <laughs> almost equidistant I would say, but uh, I'm going to say, gosh, that's almost a push,
0: but check this out. Here's my angle on why it's harder than you UC- than LSUs. Well, actually LSU's in the West. You're right. It's easier. It's easier. <laughs> because they're in the SEC West. LSU's in the EC. so I got to put Missouri last. Missouri
1: trying to schedule themselves into relevance here. Uh,
0: uh old Miss <laughs> who gets Louisville. Every one of their out of conference opponents <laughs> they see twice. Um <laughs> they get L- Louisville in Atlanta in a game I hate in the fucking Mercedes Benz Dome. I hate the location, but I'm actually intrigued by the game. Why couldn't they play this in Oxford? I would be all yeah. on board in Oxford or or or, 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 you know, or Papa, Papa John Stadium yeah, or whatever. Formerly known as Papa John's. Okay. This is actually challenging. Austin P is not bad in the FCS. And then Tulane is kind of going somewhere. And Liberty on November 6th, Hugh Freeze coming back at home. A That's key. the hardest one. This yeah. is the hardest one yet. They get Alabama and LSU and Auburn, obviously. Into, into what they and they draw, A&M. but they draw Vanderbilt from the uh, from the East. But who? Do no they, back-to-back away games. It's not the hardest one yet. Tennessee yeah. is the other team from the East. Arkansas is still harder than them. This is right there, though. It's right below Arkansas,
1: dude. I mean, think about this: Alabama, LSU, well, A I mean, But Arkansas is getting those on a back-to-backs. Liberty and Auburn on the fucking schedule. That's a ballbuster buster schedule. Yeah, that's the second hardest, but
0: I'm saying Arkansas yeah. gets LSU Bama back to back. And then the other stretch is oh, a yeah. three gamer. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no.
1: Arkansas is actively like someone <laughs> bent them over and took <laughs> heated up a, a, a dildo in the fucking microwave for an hour. And it's just
0: giving it to them. Uh, I'm going out of fucking, I think I'm going out of, uh, Context with the alphabet here, but um, out of order with the con- with the with the alphabet. Mississippi State gets La Tech. Skip Holtz's squad. This is actually this is this is not a bad schedule. Let me see. I'm saying State. like, look, Law Tech is a team that we know makes bowl games year in year out, right? Yeah. N- NC State had a good year last year. Yep. At Memphis, that's solid. That's a solid ass three game out of conference game, and then they get Tennessee State on November 20th, which. which I don't understand. if they if
1: you have one f c s and the it's rem- just
0: in November if they've said it mainly i mean there yeah. are no
1: powerhouse teams
0: on that but but they well, have a back to back away stretch of arkansas and Auburn. yes
1: uh they have a and m and alabama in three three weeks or uh those three in four a four week stretch rather because there's a uh buy in between um yeah that's not that it's a better out of conference schedule than Bama, Well, especially for a team. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, if Bama had to play Louisiana tech, North Carolina state and Memphis three weeks in a row as their nine conference schedule, they would beat all of them, but they would have to get up for them a little bit, you know, probably yeah. not even that much, but if, if Bama doesn't get up, Memphis is going to Memphis, Memphis is
0: better than Miami. The past Then it's going to be a fly in their fucking ointment. Memphis is a better program than Miami the past five years.
1: Yeah. Well, at the very least, you know what it does that game against Memphis? What's that? It doesn't allow them to get fully prepped for LSU the following week, which is yeah. what Mississippi state is having to do. They're oh. having to deal with Memphis on the road and then host LSU the following week and then go to A&M the next week. There's a lot of like, yeah. you know, yeah, game planning that has to happen on consecutive weeks, you know, and eventually the, the, the war of attrition you lose. So okay.
0: Okay. So here we are at South Carolina now. So right now, just to update the fans, I have the hardest schedule. And I think Patty C agrees with me here is Arkansas at one old miss at two Mississippi state at three, Georgia at four, Auburn at five, Bama at six, Florida at seven, Kentucky at eight, LSU at nine and Missouri at 10. Yeah. Four teams left. We got a back-to-back
1: road uh, game on that uh, Mississippi state schedule yeah. too. So, so only four schools have it though
0: right now. Yeah. And three of them are in the bottom half of the conference. Yeah. South Carolina. They start off with Eastern Illinois. <laughs> Let me see. I get over to South Carolina here. Derpy, derp. I mean, they do have Clemson on this. So, I mean, they have that every year that's a tough draw. Eastern they,
1: Illinois is a cakewalk. They got to go to ECU. Give them a little credit for I'm, that.
0: I am. I am. You Actually, know.
1: because they're a Carolina school too. Give them a give them a decent amount of credit for
0: that. I will. And then uh, I even like the October 2nd game, Troy.
1: Yeah. That's a respectable.
0: Yeah. You know, and then, lower and then and obviously. Clemson. Five team. They don't have any back to back away games, though.
1: True. Makes it nicer for them. Uh the cross division. Who'd they get? They
0: got Auburn yep. and A and M they play every year. That's tough. That is tough. It's still not a super hard schedule. They're getting Clemson out of conference, dude. That's better than Bama's. Yeah. Better actually. When
1: you really think about the the second half of that schedule, it's below Georgia's. It becomes, but yeah. I mean, here's, here's the second half of the schedule Vandy, but then at A and M by week, Florida at Missouri Auburn Clemson—that That is a t- tough mm-hmm. second half of that schedule. First half of the schedule was not ball busting, but so respectable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here we are. Okay. There's only three schools left here and we have Tennessee who gets bowling green. The worst team that lost to Akron, <laughs> but at least they need it. They're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. Pitt at home, Tennessee Tech and South Alabama on November 20th. That's a dog shit schedule. Yeah, I want to take a look real quick. That's um, a dog shit fucking schedule, dude. South Alabama's trash, Bowling Green's trash, Tennessee Tech's trash.
1: Here's uh Bowling Green's last uh 5 years of college football. 0 and 5 last year under the mighty mighty Scott Leffler. Uh 3 and 9 the previous year under his leadership. Uh, prior to that, three and nine, two and 10, and four and eight under Mike
0: Jenks. (laughs) It's just hilarious to me that they couldn't put Miami, Ohio there, (laughs) right? Couldn't put anyone that's just average.
1: Yeah, let's get Um, the worst team we can find on our schedule. But if you're in a complete dumpster fire situation,
0: yeah, actually, this year you're like, thank you, thank you, yeah, yeah, thank you, Fulmer. Um, (laughs) And Pitt, but they'll, they're they're going to lose the pit on September 11th, most likely. And then uh, even in Knoxville, though, that that could be an interesting game. Well, Pitt plays down, yeah, that's true. Uh, Tennessee Tech, though, after that garbage, South Alabama on November 20th. Once again, they're doing this garbage. Um, no back, or they do have a back-to-back away game at Florida and at Missouri. It's interesting. Where do you put Tennessee? I actually in- think that's a hard stretch. Where do at- I put Tennessee? I, I think that's. It's weird because it can contradicts the rest that was going on. They draw Bama every year, also, um, so they get Bama and Ole Miss cross division. I think it's actually somewhat. I think it's in the middle of the road. Yeah,
1: I mean, their hardest non conference game is Pitt at home. That's not hard. Pitt, that's that's it. a dog shit non conference schedule. But so is most of these Miami. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm Pitt I'm Miami.
0: Saying. I, I t- tend to think Pitt's probably the better team. Mm. Last year Pitt lost to Miami, but Pickett was out, but it was a close game. It's true. It's true. Uh they're about equal, I would say Pitt and Miami. But that's my point. Is then you have Bowling Green against it's close. It's close because Bowling Green in New Mexico State would be a game. Yeah. Tennessee Tech and Mercer. I got no fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> South Alabama and Southern Miss. They yeah. played last year. South Alabama won. Okay. So non-conference. So I'm giving them a a slight edge, and they have back-to-back away games. So I'm going to give them a slight, slight edge on Bama. Yeah, they do have Florida,
1: Bama, and Georgia on the schedule. Again, look, we're not completely taking a dump on the SEC. Yes, just playing in that conference guarantees you have a somewhat respectable. Well, guarantees you play some. Hard teams in the West. It doesn't mean the no, rest no, no, of no, your no, schedule is no, no,
0: hard. No, there's been plenty of years. The East has been trash. Yeah,
1: yeah. but assuming you're not—I mean, if you're Florida or Georgia, you know, on those years, then maybe you just get one.
0: Although Florida, some of those Florida years when they had like uh, Florida draws
1: LSU cross division and
0: Georgia draws—I understand, cross but some of those years Florida was horrible when they had a uh, what's his name uh, McElwain or or Zook. Yeah, those weren't great years, obviously.
1: Um, but generally speaking, just by the nature of either being Florida and guaranteed to be playing Georgia and LSU every year, or being Georgia and guaranteed to be playing Florida or Auburn, Florida and Auburn every year, you have at least two pretty damn good teams on your schedule. Um, and obviously, if you're any other team in the East, you have both Florida and Georgia on your schedule as well as whoever else. So, um, all that, all that to say, you're going to have some good games on your schedule just by being in the sec typically. Uh, but they have really softened up their non-conference schedule and it well, almost makes up for it. It almost makes it like you don't even have to respect the sec's schedule as being any tougher than anyone else's in the whole country because they've softened their nine conference to the point where well, it's like,
0: well and uh, I think they always do a great job of protecting the blue bloods in their conference. Yeah. Of like, hey, keep the have, ratings yeah. inflated. Yeah. Keep everyone looking good. Uh, I want to tell you the college experience is brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG since you're buying positions from other sports betters. There is no house. Come on now. You, you can play from, you can play in 40 states too. Come on now. Uh, so plus though, we're going to be doing a weekly college basketball contest on Wednesday and Saturday, $10 to enter. And each user will start with a balance of thousand dollar edge coins to wager on the games. The player with the highest earnings will take the entire pool of entry fees. It's a battle Royale winner. Take all find the link under the competitions tab, sign up today at betteredge.com and use the promo code SGP for a $10 bet. That's better edge B E T T O R edge.com promo code SGP. I also want to tell you the college experiences brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how Well, guess what ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, Nace is offering up to 6 weeks free. Just go to slash sgp That's slash sgp Um final stretch here. A&M. Kent State has actually turned into a decent MAC team under Sean Lewis. <laughs> They're still going to get rolled at A&M cuz Kent State's defense is one of the worst in the nation. I think that's a bottom 10 defense, but the yeah. offense can move the ball a little bit. And um we're going to find out
1: about A&M this year. We're going to find out if Colby and I are right that Jimbo Fisher is just an average coach and last year they played a pretty average
0: schedule well, this at a conference schedule
1: is it uh I'm not impressed not too tough I mean Kent
0: State Colorado in Denver I'll give them credit to going that I wish that was in Boulder but I mean I'm um curious to see if they can win that game though they should be able to I don't think Colorado's lost one of their best receivers to uh to USC uh I mean you saw the way Colorado got owned in in that bowl like game. Texas. They're not there yet, man. Yeah. They're not there yet. They're starting to safety a safety at quarterback. still this year too, yeah. <laughs> um, New Mexico after that. And then, uh, Prairie view on November 20th. Gosh. That's a horrible way to come
1: You schedule. are Texas A&M. You're trying to compete for a fucking national championship. You are trying to make the statement that you belong there and you this, manage it. Dude. Is this the easiest? That's a, that's a pathetic, uh, zero back to back away. Yeah. You're playing a Colorado team that, I mean, how many winning seasons have they had recently? They haven't been like, a,
0: they, uh, had, they had one or this year counts as one, but they've had two probably in uh, the past 15 years. Yeah. um, But here's the thing. If you look at these away games, they only really have one really strikingly tough away game and that's at LSU. Uh, yeah. And they get a buy before for all intents and purposes,
1: because they're playing Prairie view A&M on. The week of Thanksgiving. So, uh, that might be the easiest, but they're in the sh- West. They are in the West, but that is a frigging easy schedule. Um, look, our, our AM is going to be in the conversation late in the year, probably, especially if they get, I mean, Alabama at Kyle Field this year.
0: I want to say it's right there with Missouri. Dude, uh, mis- is that the easiest schedule? Um what's 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 harder? Playing Colorado and Denver or going to at Boston College?
1: Playing Colorado and Denver or going at Boston College. Uh da-da-da-da-da.
0: probably going at Boston College. I don't know. That's about equal. Okay. Then you have Missouri. Oh I'm just comparing. So Kent State. Would you rather play Kent State at home on a month prep or Central Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> uh Typically, I'd rather play Kent State. I agree, but uh, here's the other angle. Yeah. North Texas, the third out of conference game, is a lot better than New Mexico. North <laughs> Texas! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they they took a step back to. I past mean, they year. still, but they're still better. Yeah, they're still better. If they played right now, we would all bet on North Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Uh, but they play in the West. I'm gonna say Missouri's is worse because because am's in the, in, in the West I agree all right and then we come to Vanderbilt who by the way has two sets of back-to-back away <laughs> games Arkansas <laughs> and Vanderbilt both with two sets yeah. Patty C tell me that's not just irony yeah
1: I, I, I'm pretty sure we're not dealing with coincidence on that one at all uh, so the
0: two let me get this straight the two worst teams in the SEC traditionally yeah Vanderbilt and Arkansas have a four, essentially four games that two back-to-back stretches. Yeah. Four games. Let's do the math on this. We, this uh, is a crock of shit, dude. This is a complete crock of shit.
1: Let's get our, uh, let's put the pecking order together and let's try and be as honest as possible about uh, where these teams are. The top of the sec pecking board order is without a doubt. Alabama number two of recent, you would have to say probably LSU, right? Or Georgia. Georgia's right there, but Depends how long you're going back? I would say in the last 15, 20
0: I mean, years, it wasn't LSU just five and five.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I got you. They, they won a national
0: championship the year before that. They've been to four match. national
1: championships in the last 15, 16, 17 years. So invitations, invitations. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say LSU's number two, Georgia, Florida, Auburn probably tied for number three. So that's, uh, and then number six. Would be who, A um, and M, yeah, okay, definitely, yeah. yeah. And then there's a gap between A and M and the rest. Yeah, then there's a big gap, and then I guess who who we say Tennessee or Ole Miss uh, for that number seven spot.
0: Over the past fifteen years, I think Ole Miss has been the more the, the more dangerous team. Yeah, definitely, yeah. they've gotten up as high yeah. as what,
1: like number two in the nation at some point. Yeah, didn't they? yeah. Um, so either way, I don't think either one of them is playing a back to back road game, are they? Uh, no. Okay, so that that doesn't really matter as far as our uh, the the stat keeping that I'm trying to, uh, you know, expose here. Now on the bottom half of the conference, there's everyone else. That's Tennessee, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, uh, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Missouri. How many in the uh, top half have back-to-back road games? How many sets of back-to-back road games? We had Alabama with one. LSU didn't have any.
0: Uh, Missouri had one but they're in the bottom half. I know there's zero and Alabama was with one.
1: Alabama is the only one. LSU didn't have any. Auburn didn't have any. Georgia didn't have any. Florida didn't have any. Uh, and Ole Miss didn't have any.
0: Yeah. And Alabama was good enough that they can give them 20 back to back away games. They probably win them all
1: right now in Um, the bottom half of the conference. Did Mississippi state have any?
0: Yes. They had one. They had one stretch. Yeah.
1: Arkansas had two.
0: Yep. So there's three total,
1: uh, Vanderbilt two. Vanderbilt had two. So that's five total. Did, uh, Kentucky have any,
0: No. Tennessee did though.
1: Tennessee had one. Yeah. Okay. So that's six. And then, uh, Missouri, did we say that they had, I think they did. Hang on. Let me pull
0: it up. Yeah, they did.
1: Okay. So seven sets of back-to-back road games among the bottom seven teams in the uh, conference and one back-to-back road game Mm. in the top half. You figured
0: out guys, call me the conspiracy theorist here. But, uh, so plain, let, Math. Let, let's play out Vanderbilt's
1: statistics yeah. for you folks.
0: Let's play out Vanderbilt's schedule here. Kudos to Vanderbilt. I mean, they open up with East Tennessee State. That's not in November, so kudos to them there. They also play at Colorado State in a game I bet they lose. Uh and then they're home to Stanford and then they get Yukon. They're yeah. going to lose at Colorado State. Some
1: <laughs> respectable non-conference schedule, I would say. A little bit.
0: Yeah. Because you get Stanford a power five. Stanford's better than I mean, over the past decade they're better than Miami. Yeah,
1: Stanford's a good power five team. Um at Colorado State's on the road against a solid That's a far trip, dude. Group of five that's team. a Far trip. Yep. I guess if you're vandy UConn's
0: got a great basketball team.
1: <laughs> How weird is it with them being back in the uh big the e? east? Yeah, it just still feels weird.
0: So I'm gonna put Vandy in the middle of the road there. They've got two sets of back to back away though. So I'm gonna say but they are in the East.
1: They did draw the best uh, cross division setup, but they get uh, at Ole Miss and Mississippi State, so
0: not exactly ball busters. So my my top five hardest schedules in the SEC, yeah, are Arkansas one, Ole Miss two, Mississippi State three, South Carolina four, Vandy five. Mm. (laughs) Now again. Arkansas one. Yeah. Ole Miss two, Mississippi state three, (laughs) South Carolina four, Vandy five. Right. I mean, and does it obviously
1: make it much harder when, you know, there are other really good teams that you're not a part of. Yeah. But that's just one more game on your schedule that you're dealing with. That isn't you being the good team, you know? Yeah. So Uh, I would
0: actually argue. It's not even about playing the one really tough team. I think it's harder to play three decent teams or two decent teams than one tough game. Yeah, that's true. Especially with college kids, their their attention span.
1: Well, so yeah, Vandy hosting Stanford and uh, going to Colorado state right there. I mean, kudos to them for probably taking on a harder nine conference uh, top best two games on their nine conference slate is most of the other teams, I mean, what Georgia had Clemson and uh Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, so that's better. And then Alabama did at Miami, but no, Stanford's better in Miami, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, traditionally past 10 years, right?
1: The combination of Stanford and going to Colorado State is better than, than anything oh, on Alabama's schedule, so. yeah.
0: Vandy doing not, I mean, th- what the last time the SEC, I think Arkansas played at Colorado State like two years ago, they got smacked,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah all that to say Vandy, not doing themselves any uh, favors in the non-conference slate, but really kind of almost showing up the the powerhouses in their conferences to, you know, what big Dick energy actually looks like and having some guts as opposed to completely pussing out and trying to weasel your way into the playoffs.
0: All right. Early prediction. It's fucking a year away or 10 months or whatever the hell I got Georgia Bama in the SEC championship. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's Stupid in any season not to predict Alabama to be in the SEC championship
0: coming out of the West, especially. I cashed in on that last year. I took uh, I cashed in plus two hundred to win the who, SEC. Who is he cash?
1: I mean, Kellen Mond. You got to figure. Is he coming back? What's his deal? I think he went pro. Idiot. But I guess you know it's not going to get any better than it did I last mean, year. Most likely. What do you likely.
0: mean the Montreal Alouettes need a quarterback, a backup <laughs> quarterback? <laughs> got him. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, you got to say Alabama and then, you know, Florida losing Trask and JT Daniels coming back at Georgia.
0: It seems like the pretty obvious Florida she- lost their OC Brian Johnson to the Eagles today too.
1: Mm. Not mm-hmm.
0: that the, I mean, Mullen kind of runs it off. And so I think, Yeah.
1: well, who else in the West? I mean, is A&M the, the number, the third so most that likely-
0: schedule for sure. Yeah.
1: They. I mean, I, it really, a and M. I I was giving them trouble, but And, you know, and, and giving them flag for Hey, if you're trying to be a national championship contender, but since the fucking, uh, committee will put any SEC team in that has one loss and wins the conference and most likely has two losses and wins the conference kudos to them for making it as easy as humanly possible. And then just trying to win their division is essentially what they, all they have to do to go to the national championship.
0: And A&M still probably deserved to be in over Ohio state because they played a full season. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so you're with me on Georgia, Bama. Yeah. Bama winning. Yeah, me too.
1: (laughs) I think we've seen this one play out (laughs) before.
0: Uh, All right, guys, this is the college experience. Uh, If you're a first time listener, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. And yes, we will have you covered for the FCS football season kicking off February 13th. Um, So make sure you subscribe to us. Tell a friend we handicap every single game. We've been over 500 each season as a collective, but also independently over 500 each and every one of us, me, NC, Nick, Patty C, uh, picking all those games so overall and on locks and then, oh, on locks were way over 500, man. And we yeah. give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling, Uh, you know, if it was one year, Patty C, you could say, okay, these idiots just got lucky. Yeah. You know, at four years in, you're like, okay, these fucking guys know what they're doing. It's an easy source of income. If we just follow the locks. We are all Irish though. We might just be a bunch of lucky motherfuckers. That's true. That that is true. But they, either way. It depends how you say the luck. Luck on the picks, but not walking down that the beach. Yeah. I mean
1: sometimes you gotta wear the uh the, the long shorts
0: instead of the speedo. You know? <laughs> come on. Uh but dude, I mean I mean, come on, it's an extra source of income i um, we've done this year after year yeah, after year. Yeah. Get
1: some money. Take our luck. Take our what if you want to call it uh geniusness, something like that, <laughs> then uh either way, we're making money. Recruitments?
0: Uh yeah, but but make sure you subscribe, guys. Uh and check us out. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm gonna try to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes, give us a five star, review. you say some nice things about us, we'd certainly appreciate it because uh oftentimes sponsors say that's how uh you know That's how they want to go into business. They want to see people talking about the product they're about to invest in hype us up. Yeah. So get over there, do that thing. Give me a Ric Flair. Woo. When you do that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, if you do that, take a screenshot on your phone, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter and I will send you, I will enter you in a, uh, a Nicaragua style election (laughs) where it's rigged from the start where you will win a college experience t-shirt. You have some new gear to wear to the barbecue. So that girl, that, that Sally girl that was never interested in you because you had fucking just um, pizza mountain face. deuce, you know, stains, vodka and mountain deuce stains on your, on <laughs> your, on your fucking, your, on your flannel. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done ma- vodka. And ma- I probably have. Jeez, yeah, that's an I probably, I'm sure I have. Actually, I would bet that in at ECU, someone was like, Hey dude, try <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yes, please do that. Uh, uh, take a screenshot tag me at the Colby D on Twitter for a, for a free t-shirt uh, over the next few weeks. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. We are part of the college or uh, part of the sports gambling podcast. Uh, they're on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow. And yes, this is the college experience sec schedule release style. You better start thinking about yours and we're out.